Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we break down what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by the stars of the show, Brian Thornton and Josh Burns. Totally marginalized. So if you uh, were one of the uh, fantastic people who replied to our Fidget Cube giveaway, uh, we have fantastic news. We are going to be announcing the winner today. We have selected the uh, top... We have selected the final four, and what we're going to be doing is uh, reading the final two, right? We're going to have our runner-up and our winner. We're going to read your entries on the air here, uh, and we're also going to be posting uh, them on our show notes. So if you'd like to read why people are worthy enough of the Vidge Cube, you've uh, definitely come to the right place, and I cannot wait to announce the winner today. So this week we got uh, some great nerdy news coming out, but I wanted to start the show with a little bit of cord-cutting updates uh, to, to the world around you. So the first is uh, I am going to be updating our cord cutters guide to include YouTube TV now that it's kind of out in the wild and some people have got to play with it. It's actually uh, listed as a viable option. You're not supposed to play with any wild things. <laughs> they actually you shouldn't historically feed them. tell you not to do that. that. That's very true. But also announced this week, Hulu Live TV uh, has come out. And... and it looks really good when you, you when you see it on the on the surface, but when you dig into it a little deeper, it's it, it's not that great. Seems expensive. That's the problem. You know, it starts at forty dollars a month, but then if you want to get it so that way you can fast forward through ads, you have to add another like five dollars to it. So it's about forty five dollars. And then if you want to get an extra DVR and unlimited screens. You need to pay an extra $15 on top of the 45. And then it has the same problem where it's got the it doesn't have the Viacom channels on there. It doesn't have AMC or BBC America. So it, it it's a great start for Hulu and I really thought since so many companies own you know Hulu they they split the ownership that you know all these other companies would be able to pitch in a little more and get some better licensing just doesn't seem to be there. Uh, but they have great uh, support for devices. They do Xbox One, Apple TV, Chromecast, iOS, Android, and then it's coming later on for Hulu, uh, Fire TV, Samsung TV, and, and the web. Hulu so, Fire I mean, TV? Is that is hmm? that is that the ultimate subscription? The Roku Fire TV? Absolutely. You, you said Hulu Fire TV. Oh. So, I mean, it's fine. I'll be putting the channel list and the lineup as much as I can on our on our website. So go check out uh, thatkinder.com, our cord-cutting guide. If you are looking for uh, an alternative to DirecTV Now or YouTube TV or Slane or PlayStation View or how many other things are coming out for, for this, it, it's great. If, you're a, if you are a like huge Hulu person, you should look into this. But, I mean, let, let's face it. I don't think anyone – Is anyone like, a huge Hulu person? Does anyone use Hulu right for like for more than just a few things? Um, I don't even think I, – I haven't used my Hulu in months. And Hulu is going to be the exclusive home for the NBC show This Is Us yeah. next season, which is – well, listen, you can't deny the power behind that show. I, deny, I mean, I like it, I deny, but it's I, – I deny its power. I renounce, I renounce it. So another uh, cord cutting slash technology news when it comes to your television. It looks like that Amazon and Apple have finally decided to just stop hating each other oh, forever. Oh, God. And uh, the Amazon video app may be making its way to Apple TV this summer. Amazapalon. <laughs> which is great. You know, though, that Amazon probably had to go ahead and work out some deal with Apple that they wouldn't get this like 70-30 split. Dude, it is a constant source of pain for my wife. 
to have to airplay from her phone. I, I know it's ridiculous, right? But Amazon Prime Video not being available on the Apple TV is a huge pain in my balls. Absolutely. It's, it's a, and, it, and the only reason that it is this way is the same reason why you can't buy books directly through the Amazon like Kindle app on an iPhone is that Apple takes a cut of the proceeds. So when you sign up for like – PlayStation View or Slain, they charge right. more money to sign but, up so Apple can get. But it cut. seems like Amazon's getting it right. Like, look, if you know, if we make half the money, but get two x the purchases, that's the same money. Yeah, and I think they get more than that. I think this makes it way e- like the fact that it's going to be available on Apple TV uh, means people will use it more frequently. And the integration of the libraries alone, like, I, and I can't say for you know, with any certainty that this will this will happen, but because Netflix d- is doesn't integrate into the Watch app, uh, and I don't mean Watch like the, Apple the, Watch, I mean yeah, the TV app, TV Four Watch app. Um, That's a terrible name. And but I tell you what, uh, it's not. It's actually really intuitive. It's a good I like name. no, I no like the it. name is just a bad name. Oh yeah, yeah I like, I like the app itself, right? so, but the fact that well, Netflix, we will call it watch TV for now, but it, it incorporates your entire iTunes library as well as anything you may be watching on other apps on Apple TV, but not Netflix. And that's kind of a pain in the balls, but like stuff that I'm watching on HBO now, Hulu, Hulu, right. I can launch right from the watch app and it opens immediately without any sort of futzing around. I like that very much. And what's also, you know, about this too, uh, Another thing that feeds into this too is that Amazon had even stopped selling Apple TVs on Amazon.com. Can't even buy an Apple TV on Amazon uh, because of this competition. So hopefully uh, this will come, but they haven't really confirmed that. They they basically said that they want their video player, private video player, I, to be on this device. I don't care if Apple TV is available on Amazon. Well, a lot of people do. Why? I, I Listen, I'm not an Amazon person. You're asking the wrong guy. I'm just saying, you can buy Apple TV anywhere. You can buy it on Apple.com. I, I hear you. Maybe they're hoping for deals or something. You, buy, like, it, you buy it at Target. You can buy they're it at look, Walmart. You buy it at you know what it is? Do you know what the, you want know it is? They're looking for scammers. The scammers of the world are like, man, they can't even sell the Apple TV on Amazon. Well, that's a fair point. I mean, you know, people, people like to uh, jailbreak the older Apple TV. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't, you know, I get it. You buy them on eBay. And you can jailbreak the new Apple TV as well. And can you? Having, you can. Uh, having the, new, the Amazon player on your Apple TV 4 just gets rid of most of the reasons why you would want jailbreak, to. I mean, right? yeah. I mean, like Cody and other applications like that are a lot of fun, but most of the content that you want to watch is either on Amazon, on Netflix, or on Hulu. And if all three apps are on there, right. it, it's so much easier not to worry about grief and aggravation and maintenance and, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and just get these things directly. So. Here's hoping that the it goes through, and here's hoping that this relationship gets better and we get more and more cool content on your Apple TV. It is time for everyone's favorite segment. It's time for Cape Talk. Just because you keep saying it doesn't make it true. Cape Talk! So, uh, Brian, we had some fantastic news come out in the Inhumans universe. We have a teaser trailer, and we got some posters. We got some images. The teaser really just, I mean, just a teaser. Uh-huh. Like it, it gives you nothing. Uh-huh. So, Brian, give me your impressions about the uh, Inhumans trailer and uh, Inhumans uh, TV series that we're getting. Meh. Meh? That's how I feel. Meh. Yeah. Pretty much. It looked... It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a teaser. It's just some voiceovers and, like, 
Nothing is exciting. I know how to spell in. I know how to spell in humans. So I'm really glad they really you know solidified that. Other than that, Uh, I will. I'm not gonna watch it. I I watched one one episode of Agents of Shield, and I went "Mm, probably that was enough. I'll watch it, but I just a I don't know what direction they're taking the story because it's really weird because they did all this this stuff about in Agents of Shield building in humans up to be kind of sort of just in enhanced humans like mutants are but they can't use the word mutants but in this teaser it sounds like they're doing more of an actual race like the comic book i'm really confused so i don't know what did you think about the the cast picture that's released by entertainment weekly where you're seeing i mean is this accurate to the source material does this make you excited at all because the picture looks like this is like the same costume designer who did the x-men movies and take that for what it is uh, and they look interesting, but I don't know the source material, so I don't know if this is like, hey, yeah, spot on, or Jesus Christ, what are you doing to these characters? Besides that, Ramsey Bolton has like the most mutton choppy mutton chops I've ever mutton chopped. They all look so serious. I mean, they 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 look kind of like the comic books. I'm not sure who the the Ramsey Bolton character is supposed to be, but I'm assuming he's the bad guy. Black Bolt and Medusa look all right. I mean, yeah, they they the. They're updated versions of the comic book costumes. And then they're, do- they're doing something that they've done for other series as well. Inhumans is going to hit IMAX on September 1st for select theaters ahead of its release uh, on ABC in the fall. And it's, you know, we're going to have it in the movies. And every time these events come up, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then I never, ever go to them. Even the ones I really want to, like they're Day not of the here. They're not here. Well, like Day of the Doctor happened at IMAX, right? And that was here at, at our local theater, and I loved that episode, and I never went and saw it. Um, you know, and anytime they do these, like, hey, TV show is going to be in the movies, like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. I'm probably doing something that day because it's one showing at three o'clock. The, the, my impression is it looks pretty close, little little bit more Game of Thronesies than I would expect. Yeah, maybe that's you know it. I mean? it. It has that Game of Thrones and it has X3 this like three feel feeling to it because they are supposed to be a royal family. But you tell me, does that uh, the picture I'm showing you? Does that look like the cast? Yes, it does, and we'll have the picture in the show notes. Is this something that someone who doesn't know anything about the comics or X Men could jump into? Fuck no, no. This is gonna fail. Man. I'm tempted to, to agree with Josh, but I'm optimistic that maybe it won't. You're hoping ABC can can make it happen? Yeah, well, with the rise and fall that has been Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then rise again and then fall again and then kind of rise again, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just thinking, I know a lot of people who don't really, like, follow the nerd culture and, and the X-Men series a lot but are watching Legion on FX. But I think that they're doing that because FX is... They're doing it by accident. FX. <laughs> well, maybe that too. <laughs> they're like, oh, I'll watch anything FX puts up. Oh, man, I thought it was Fargo. But it's this Legion thing. Oh, all right, I'll watch this. I was not a fan of Legion. Hmm. It's not going to tie into anything else. Who cares? Like, at least in humans. Well, they said Patrick Stewart may make a... That's the weird thing. They made references in the first season to Charles Xavier, who is Legion's father, which is interesting. But I felt like I was watching it. 10-hour Terrence Malick film, and I oh, hate God. Terrence Malick just because of the way the story is and the way it's it's shot. Like, it, it sounds it, depressing. Just it felt like it. that. It was, meh. 
uh, I wasn't impressed. Well, I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend, and I hope you got to take advantage of Free Comic Book Day. And there's some news for those of you who are into the digital subscription of comics. Uh, we talked about Comixology a few episodes ago, and they're uh, all-you-can-stream and all-you-can-read service. And we have some fantastic news that a major publisher, in that case Marvel, has joined the Comixology uh, Unlimited Subscription Service. Brian, I, I sent you the list. It's got a, a ton of books, it looks like, that are, are coming on here. How's this selection and how big of a deal is this? So let, let me let me start with this. So I know Marvel has its own app, right? It does. Uh, that you can read a, a huge catalog of, of Marvel comics. I don't know what the cost is, right? So Comixology is $9.99 a month, and it's unlimited unlimited comics, right, as much as you can read. But again, it's kind of a, a more limited selection. Is that better than the Marvel Unlimited? Is it better than what Marvel's doing? Like, I don't think Marvel's I, – I don't use Marvel's app. I don't think it's unlimited. They have a service called Marvel Unlimited. Do they? How much is that? $9.99. Really? Yeah, Marvel's uh, digital library is like seven, 17,000 titles. Um, I mean, it really de- depends on what you want to do. If you want to pay for two subscription services, it's like having Netflix and a second Netflix. Well, here's my question. Looking at the list of books that are going to be included within Comixology's, uh What's well, just a sample of what's going to be there? Right. But looking at the... Looking I think it's at, a good starting the, point. That's the question. Should I start with Comixology, have all, uh, other publishers besides Marvel for $10, right, and get into Marvel or maybe into another indie publisher? And then if I really enjoy the Marvel stuff and I'm not reading anybody else, should I jump over to the Marvel app for $10? Well, I mean, there's not a ton of people that are going to read, like, just explore Dark Horse and Image. You know what I mean? Unless you want to read a bunch of old Hellboys. Um <laughs> I mean, which Hellboy is a great book, and there's plenty of, of indie publishers and indie books that are really good, but you're less likely to find something you're really going to enjoy. At least if you stick with Marvel, you odds are there's some several titles somewhere in there that you can enjoy. Outsiders and Preacher and that kind of stuff, right? Oh, Preacher was Vertigo. So how is the selection in Comicsology for the Marvel? I mean, it's... How is it? It's pretty decent. There's some pretty good stories in here. I mean, you got... Civil War. Mm. You got Astonishing X-Men. You got a couple Spider-Man uh, volumes that are pretty good. Uh, the the Winter Soldier story part one is in here. I don't know. I feel I feel like I feel like Marvel is going to be like, hey, here's part one of Winter Soldier. But if you right. want to read the rest, you got to get <laughs> our app. The, right, that's, right. I, I think that's what this is. You just you'd be better off getting Marvel subscription. Like yeah. if, if if you need to read them and you want to read them digitally, then and just you want to read get- the whole story. Just get Marvel subscription and like quit messing around with. And like- and we had talked last week about you know hey what's a good Marvel series to get into in DC series and uh, you know a lot of people have their phones with them and, and maybe just aren't ready to go to a comic book shop. Is this a great way to maybe for ten bucks try for a month see if this is a story that you like and then pop over to your local comic shop and pick up the rest? H- how do you see this as a as a nerd and a comic book collector? fitting into other people's lives i usually don't think about other people so <laughs> i would it's so very I would difficult go, for you to put me in this scenario i would go this way cj for for myself uh for christian as well only because like he's at the point where he wants to read all this stuff but he doesn't take care of the books like he should and that frustrates me to no end right like it's look, I gave it to you with a bag and a board. Put it back in the bag with the board. Real simple. 
But if I can pay 10 bucks and not waste 10 bucks, right? If I can pay 10 bucks a month and give him access to everything, yeah, I will. Probably not, you know, he's nine, so not yet, but a couple years. Yeah, this is something I would do for him, and he could read it on his iPad. For me, I've been I, – we talked about this last episode. I've been a very unfocused person when it comes to comics, and I do want to start owning and, and reading things and also supporting the local comic shops. Can't do that within a half. And I would – right, you can't. So I would treat this as the gateway where I would go ahead and pay the $10 for a month or two, find a book that I like, and then I'm a grown adult so I can take care of a book. Hopefully, so um, I will go Wait ahead and then go buy the hang the book hang, that I just CJ, read. CJ, you're not a grown adult. Well, exactly. See, right there, right there. So enough talk about all this this DC stuff. We've got a amazing, amazing trailer, and I thank the Netflix and Marvel gods for what has happened. The Defenders has an official trailer, and it's so good that they put the hallway fight in, in the, trailer. the trailer. They sure did. In the trailer, uh, I think we were all uh, incapacitated for 20 minutes after the trailer came out. Uh, we told each other to stop what the hell you're doing and to watch this. I yep. need impressions that involve the word squee, fire away. Brian. Buddy of mine texted me and said, did you see it? I said, hell yes. He said, what'd you think? And I said, I came as I am. If that <laughs> gives you any idea of... That's I literally, that's a, that's a, I literally just did a spit take. That's a good. That's a good play on words, and also a, a solid reference to Nirvana that was used in the trailer itself. I, I thought it was awesome, like really good. Every part of it was fantastic. I had no issue with any of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, and Netflix every, is getting better and better and better at doing. It. <laughs> I love the moment where they're in the hallway and uh, Matt Murdock's got the. The, the, the T-shirt. You look like, like an idiot. He's like, it's your like scarf. <laughs> yeah, so good. And uh, you know, even even our our best friend Finn Jones looks like, hey, he's just the guy who's getting picked on the entire time. So yeah, it's good. I, I empathize because I know what that's like. Uh, and he looks like he's going to be okay in this series. Jessica too, Jones to is gonna. She's just gonna screw with him. Oh yeah, the whole time. It's yeah, just it's gonna be out great. The little brother. It's gonna be awesome. Like, I mean, even Luke Cage is like, I am the immortal Iron Fist. You're what? <laughs> <laughs> like just, what is it's that great. exactly? Yeah. Here's here's my my fear though, right? You know, there has to be something that can go ahead and they can all rally and unite behind. Do not piss in my Cheerios right now. CJ. And I'm really worried that you're gonna kill Claire. Mm. That because she is the thing that I think that, and I think that Stick is gonna be the Nick Fury get everyone riled up and I'm the commander kind of thing, and that we're gonna have Claire be the Agent Coulson and she is gonna bite the dust. I don't want it to be true, but that's my theory, and I'm not happy with it, and I'm sorry to do it to you, but... Why'd you just make me sad? <laughs> I see him doing it, and then I apologize. I would have any evidence or anything you could say to tell me, no, I'm a crazy person that's out of the league, that would never happen, would be great. Um, It's too good. That's the problem. Sigourney Weaver's evil. <laughs> I mean, Cody Weaver that's is, something is for them to rally against. So that list, that's the other part, too. How about know, the fact that so- they're all within the same, like, ten blocks of each other? Maybe that'll <laughs> force them to, to be together. You killed my favorite hot dog vendor, you bastard! Uh, and, yeah, let's talk about Sigourney Weaver, because we don't know anything about her character, which is great. And there's a lot of rumors and speculation and some things that people are like, it's pretty obvious who she is, but Sigourney is Weaver's in a Netflix show. Brian? Is it is it super obvious who she is? I don't think it's super obvious. There's there's theories and stuff 
rolling rolling around about her her stance in the hand. I don't I don't think it's obvious though. And when we talk about caliber of actor, I mean, is Sigourney Weaver the biggest name that we've seen in the Netflix Marvel universe? Is she the the biggest name that we've had? Probably can't can't really think of anyone that like. So what do we think? I mean, we don't know anything about her, but I mean, we see some menacing shit from her, and she's obviously. Uh, in charge of of some bad guys. Oh, that, she is large and in charge. Uh, and I can't wait to to see. Apparently, uh, the director said that she's a total badass. That her character is a total badass. I'm like, yeah, it's Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, give her a flamethrower. Let's make it happen. Put her in a giant yellow mech suit. <laughs> Josh, what what are your thoughts about the music that was used th- through this trailer? Because I thought they did a, a really good job with it. Well, they it, they just used "Come as You Are." They used Nirvana. Um, I'm a big fan. I like the way they arranged it. I thought it was cool. I don't have anything else to say about it. It was like you you heard you you hear you hear the bass line and I'm like, oh, it's come as you are. And but then it doesn't like they don't play it, right? And you don't get it until sort of the end of the trailer. And I thought that was cool. I, everything about the trailer was cool. They did it very well. And something that we really liked about Luke Cage, right, uh, was the use of music. The the music on in Luke Cage is on point. And when uh, we're talking about Iron Fist and our other show, Hated You See, we're a little, you know, kind of lackluster with their their music selection. So I'm hoping that the Defenders has a pretty good and eclectic soundtrack. What do you what do you kind of hopes for for that? If they're integrating all the shows, you would assume that it's going to be very good. But I, there's no way to I, I don't know. I have no idea what direction this is heading. So prepare yourself on August 18th for Marvel's uh, Netflix original series of The Defenders. It looks fantastic. If you want to get caught up and just kind of know what's going on within the uh, the Netflix universe there, be sure to check out our other podcast, Hey Did You See, where we are discussing right now uh, the season finale of Iron Fist. So you get to hear our impression of Iron Fist, but we also talked about, we also talked about Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones on uh, That Kind of Nerd. So if you're interested in those, check out those episodes. But man, this looks so great having them all. Dude, just seeing freaking Power Man and Iron Fist in a street together. Yep. Got me my jollies. So at our last bit of comic book news, we have some interesting uh, developments, in my opinion. So this is a DC-related topic. There was a supposed to be a live-action incarnation of DC Comics Titans that was supposed to be under development with TNT. And apparently it has a new home in a very kind of strange way. Brian, what's going on with, with this Titans? So Titans was supposed to be optioned to TNT, and then TNT let it go. And then they were like, oh, well, what do we do? I don't know. What do we do? We don't want to have six CW superhero shows, apparently. <laughs> that would be too much. But Greg Berlanti, apparently, you know, all, all hail Greg Berlanti, picked it up, said, I want to do this. And now they're doing it as their own streaming app. They're going to launch D- a DC All Access streaming app. It's going to have this, and it's going to have the third season of Young Justice on it. Then that's where both of those shows are going to be premiering. It's like a weird thing. We're going to launch this whole platform for two shows, and one of them is only one season of that show. I think if it's successful enough, A, you'll see all of their backlog. It'll go to CW. Yeah. A, it'll it'll go to CW. B, the DC app will start having all their backlog on it, and then they'll use this as a platform to say, hey, we got this idea for this – really low rent character let's try this out and if it doesn't work then they'll abandon it and not have to waste precious cable air time flash flash is excellent 
Uh, Arrow is solid and Legends is totally watchable, entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I could do with I'm not Supergirl. I can't. I'm just she's just awful. Oh, she's I just Supergirl. I'm actually really enjoying Supergirl. I'm she really is enjoying just. I was very critical of it when it she started. Is it, it the its worst. Tone. She's the worst. She is the worst. But it's not unwatchable. She's just. I just don't like it. But why? Why can't like you know? I'm never gonna watch Riverdale, right, or anything else. That CW, CW TV is like streaming all these old like CW shows. I don't need to watch that stuff. Why can't they stream it on CW on the CW app? Because you're applying logic to this situation, and that's just not allowed. I want to no. I want to. I want an explanation. I, I don't I, have one for you. I need and well, like they've. Got, oh, hang on. Let me let me call up Greg Berlanti and ask him. Yeah, let me let me just him. do that real quick. Call him up. We'll take a trip to Vancouver. I'm sure they're filming the season finale of Arrow right now. So so here's my question. Uh, you know, I know that. Uh, that Young Justice, Teen Titans, and, and that whole franchise is extremely popular amongst comic book nerds. Would you pay another streaming service $10 for the ability to watch this? So, yeah. Yes. Handstand? Yes. 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 If all they put on here was Young Justice Season 3, I'd pay to stream. I'm not joking. I know That's how not. good That's that show I... is. And the fact that I get another Berlanti DC show, which is going to be probably really good and about – Dick Grayson Robin and the Titans and some of the, and the the possibilities of some of the stories they could do with that. Yes. Yes. Shut up and take my money. I know, Josh, you wouldn't. That's okay. I'll give you my login. No, I've never seen any of this stuff. Like, I don't know what any of it is. So I'll lend you. My, I'll lend you my copy of the Judas contract. You're good. We all, we often scour the Internet for trailers and entertaining uh, videos and whatnot. And CJ didn't find one. Uh, he did. <laughs> he did post this piece of shit called five twenty five seventy seven um, about some guy who's like the first official Star Wars fanboy. Patrick Reed Johnson is the director of Braveheart. Whatever, dude. I don't. Care. I mean, of uh, Dragonheart. I was gonna oh, say it got way worse just there. You see, Wait, Dragonheart happened? is a great movie. Don't even. Dra- mm. No, Dragonheart's a good movie, man. Is it Braveheart? No, they're okay. two completely different movies. Well, okay, but but Dragon we can Heart? agree. But I'm we sorry, can he agree was the that, writer. He was the writer. Of we Dragon can agree Heart. that sort of Braveheart's on ten, and Dragonheart is not on ten. Yes, right. No, come I on, I love that movie. We can agree that it's not as good as it's Braveheart. Not as good as Braveheart. Nothing beats Sean Connery as a mother effing dragon with half a heart who still kicks ass. Um, I, I think, and then there's Dennis Quaid doing Dennis Quaid things. He's quading all over the place. It's a great movie. Yeah, how Mel do you clean Gibson that up? shooting like lightning from his eyes and fireballs from his arse. That's- no, you all made me angry, and now I'm just going to go watch Dragonheart. <laughs> so CJ finds this trailer. All right, so the trailer is that Patrick Reed Johnson's the first person outside of Lucasfilm, essentially, to see Star Wars before it's finished. He goes absolutely crazy, and now he becomes a writer and director in Hollywood. It's the story of him going yeah. from uh, a stupid great, little nerd to It's wonderful. Nobody's, gonna ever, tail nobody's tail ever going to watch no it ever. It no. looks crappy. But what it got me thinking was, A, this trailer's total shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> B, it's piqued my interest about, you know, I... Like, I'd like to see sort of the nerdy origins, like what drove George Lucas nuts when he was younger. Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese. Like, how did these guys, what did they nerd out about? Um, And that, like, the only only thing I could think of at the moment was that's, like, 
what this trailer did was make me wonder about guys that I admire and what made them tick when they were younger. I mean, I would much rather – I don't care about the one guy who wrote Dragonheart as much as I enjoy that movie. Like, there are plenty of people who are huge directors and writers today who have cited Star Wars as their inspiration. Right. Right. Why don't we do a movie about all of them? All like, of them. J.J. Abrams has repeatedly said that Star Wars was one of his inspirations. I mean, whether or not you really really like the guy, Kevin Smith is clearly – Something that that's what started and piqued his interest in movie making. I mean, there's a ton of people. There's a ton of people who grew up with Star Wars who are now of age to be successful movie makers who were inspired by that movie. Why Why are we focusing on this one guy who had a really good movie in 1996? And who, by all accounts, was a total, like, just a shitbird the rest of his life. I mean, creative. Really creative, right? But, you know, just not really a productive member of society other than this creative thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's uh, his big claims to fame are he wrote Dragonheart, Baby's Day Out, he was the director. Oh, Baby's Day Out, I remember that movie. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's about, it's about these three horrible criminals who kidnap this rich parent's baby and the baby <laughs> escapes and he starts playing with like a gorilla in the zoo and stuff. Mm-hmm. Screw no, you guys! Sounds, I know sounds, that movie. Sounds like a winner. <laughs> yep. I didn't say I didn't say it was freaking Braveheart or even Dragonheart. I just said I've seen it. I know the movie. Yeah, but then you went into like a synopsis, and let's let's yeah, be honest, well, no one. My wanted sister it. loved that movie when we were young. I watched it a couple times. I watched Short Circuit like weekly. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. When I was and then Flight of the Navigator. God, what a good movie! I've never seen that. That's a Laura. She like she rags on me because I haven't seen that or Never Ending Story or E. T. Never Ending Story. Right. I don't I don't get it. It's got a big flying dog. All right. The other thing I was thinking Eldor! of too is <laughs> other <laughs> just like bio Sorry, go ahead. The other thing I was thinking of too is like other just other biopics of obscure people that we would love to see. And I realized I would love to watch the rise and fall and then recovery. Of Nicolas Cage, I want to see that, and I want the uh, the the guy who plays uh, uh, Howard Wallowitz from The Big Bang Theory to play Nick Cage because <laughs> his Nick Cage impression is spot on. I cite Studio sixty as the source material there. <laughs> uh, I would love to just see that. It would just it would be fantastic. I've watched the shit out of that movie twice. Yeah, I look the the whole thing about this. There was a couple topics I thought CJ that. Gave me other ideas that were maybe better than the article. I don't want my ideas. No, the better. internet. The internet was very bland. It wasn't as bland. Week. I don't think it was bland. It was just like this five twenty five seventy seven was a thing, and it's a nerdy thing. But this isn't the right nerdy thing. And and I thought I had a better nerdy thing. So uh, other than this piece of crap, there was another. There was another article CJ shared with us that was that Ethiopia has ATM-like kiosks that load pirated movies on your USB stick. And I thought, well, that's not legal. Uh, <laughs> it's in my grand tradition of what the fuck is that on an right, ATM. But, but then I thought, okay, so let's let's broaden this idea, right? So if – like the, the, the idea of vending – in general, is becoming a sort of ubiquitous. Everywhere you go, there's some sort of vending. Yeah. Um, go to an airport. Holy and, crap. Right. And the stuff that you can get 
via vending machines, uh, sort of branched beyond, you know, even tuna sandwiches that might kill you. So I started thinking about what other uses would there be for vending, small vending kiosks? Uh, is entertainment a valid vending strategy? And who would use it? And when, so here, my, my immediate thought was, what other stuff, right? We know you can already get, there's vending machines that have charging cables and, and, and power blocks and, and car chargers and stuff like that. But like, what other stuff would you want from a vending machine that you can't currently get from a vending machine? I, I can tell you right off the top of my head, the number one thing that I would want, right? I fly to a place. The thing that I want in a vending machine, I, I want a hat vending machine. The, at every ballpark, there should be hat vending machines. Yeah, that would be good for like – I'm thinking of, of like a concert or yeah, like a stadium. Yeah, a T-shirt. Thing, like a T-shirt vending a machine. A T-shirt vending machine instead of waiting at the stupid per- – can I have a – can I see a 42XL? Yeah, man, because the line's ridiculous. The line's yeah. insane, right? Yeah. You know – Aren't you I, then I just that. transferring the line from one place to another? You're not. You're not. What you're doing is you're sort of homogenizing the lines. Everything becomes half as long. It also comes to the point to it in these situations, right? These are grab and go kind of things, right? This isn't a whole discussion. And I don't want to have to deal with the person who's been on their cell phone because they're not going to see the concert. They have to stay there at the t-shirt stand. Right. Has no business actually doing customer service and helping people. But and then the credit card processor takes way too long and I'm standing there. I get it. It's a take back your time kind of thing. It's like a convenience thing. It's like getting clothes shipped to you and, and stuff like that. Right. I, I would say for me because I'm just thinking of something that happened to me recently was I went to a concert and I wanted to buy a shirt and it took forever. And it wasn't because the people in front of me didn't know what they wanted. It was just the, the service was just crap. And – and and I don't need and I don't need someone to sit there and tell me about the shirt. I just want to point and say that shirt, that size. I already know my size. Let go. Fucking stamps. Why aren't they in a vending machine, Brian? Why aren't stamps in vending machines? I, I, That's I, true. I do, I do not know. I don't have to use stamps for many things, but there's there's certain things that you can't you can't get around at all. I think things like that should be readily available in vending machines. I'd want a vending machine that could give me my dignity, or or if I could, if, or if I could vend my my sense of childlike wonder. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. You went really abstract. Just super because I never I, exa- I, I have everything that I want, and I don't mind waiting in lines at stores. Super abstract. I well, you don't mind. Look, I show up to the airport. I park my car like ten minutes before my flight is scheduled to board. Okay, I get through security in no time. I get to the gate, and you know they're they're already boarding. But while they're boarding all the peasants, I have like a solid fifteen minutes, <laughs> so I could stop at a vending machine and download a movie because I hate everything that's on my iPad or iPhone or MacBook. Right, I could do that in that time if such a vending machine were available, and I don't think it'd be that that difficult to do. But there but the are those. Only, the, here's here's the only. What? Here's the only. Here's the only problem, right? If you get a flash drive that has a, a movie on that, you're right back into like DRM bullcrap of people then just reselling that that flash drive, reselling that movie digitally. It's just ones and zeros. Okay, but it's you're still talking about like a one-time use type of thing. That's what I'm talking about, right? You have to select your platform, and it basically just downloads the full thing that is redeemed in the app. 
I'm sure the functionality can be built. I'm giving them <laughs> right, ideas. Okay, okay, okay. You're giving the ideas. You're the idea guy. Uh, right. right. I'm not like I, there. I'm not saying this. This you're concept. not going down the escalator on Planet of the Apps pitching the whole platform. You're just at at Shark Tank going. I have an idea. Here's the idea. You fuckers figure out how to do it. You're the smart people. I just know that everything right now I hate, and you need to figure it out. Right. So there's like like that. But for me. At sporting events, look, I think it right every- there. I think is the bigger part: sporting events, concerts, and stamps. Because fuck you, and I need a stamp. For me, it's at airports too. Every time I go to an airport, right I, when I'm leaving a place, I stop and I get the kids a shirt, a keychain from that, like the sport, you know, the sport team of that place. Christian gets a keychain. Zoe gets like a, a shirt or something. That, but like those should be in vending machines, not at that ridiculous store. Right. I think it's knickknacks and sporting events and concerts that vending machines should kind of. But not paddy wax. And paddy wax. Damn it. Ah, give that dog a bone. Damn it, Josh. Great minds. That was my tech perspective, by the way. Beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> That's how that works. It's <laughs> not the theme song. I needed, I needed to hear it, so I, I, I peppered <laughs> that in there. So the, the last random topic I found around the internet surrounds everyone's favorite Mexican restaurant, Taco Bell. Taco Bell is what? opening... Wait, what? Who's favorite restaurant? Facetious. That is not anyone's favorite Facetious. Mexican Facetious. restaurant. The only people Facetious. who like Taco Bell are the people in Demolition Man. <laughs> That's right. because it won the franchise. It won the well, franchise I'm, aware, I'm well aware. Obviously, it's not anyone's favorite restaurant unless it's 2 a.m. and you're drunk or stoned. I mean, still, no, still no. Still no. Yeah, I mean, even when it's good coming down, it, the aftermath is usually not good. That's <laughs> really true. But they're doing something kind of interesting. They're holding a, a, a contest slash reservation from May 5th. So that was uh, that. that Wait, last I Friday. can reserve a table at Taco Bell? To May 19th, you Since can when? reserve a, a table at the Taco Bell test kitchen. Mm. That means you can reserve a table at the kitchen that came up with the fried chicken taco and thought that was a great idea. They're going to be doing a, a special uh, session for 32 guests at the Taco Bell uh, Irvine, California headquarters. What? So it's a focus group. <laughs> yes, but I think you have to pay for it. So I'm I'm paying to give you my opinion on your shitty ideas. Yes. The menu will the menu, which is prepared don't, by the brand's top don't chefs. Don't care about the menu. Will feature no upcoming products a plus a twist on Taco Bell favorites, according to his press release. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The dinner is free. My apologies. Okay. It is free. Okay. Free dinner. I want to I wanna give some folks an idea of the things that came out of the Taco Bell test kitchen. Oh, yes, please. Um, because I made a few notes on this topic. I, I thought, you know, CJ served this up, and I thought, well, I better make some notes. <laughs> served it up. I was going to say, nice pun. There. Yeah, the uh, the bell there. beefer, which is exactly <laughs> it's diametrically opposed to their tagline. Think outside the bun. They actually put a taco on a bun called the bell beefer. Isn't that just a sloppy Joe? Pretty much. Sloppy uh, Joe. Sloppy, the, sloppy the, Joe. I, I want to I want you to try to think about this without vomiting. The Taco Bell seafood salad. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got that. Um, the. Volcano Taco. I remember that. Which was actually just diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, and similarly, the Cheeserito, <laughs> which was a less spicy uh, diarrhea delivery system. Uh, the Frito Burrito, 
which, while I'm sure it was tasty, I want you to imagine, you know when you get that one, like, cockeyed angle Frito and it murders your mouth? Yeah, it's like, oh, I will be in your tooth forever. It murders, like, I'm thinking, like, the one that, like, fucking goes sideways and just just jagged roof of your mouth. Yeah, the one that's like, I'm now a dental implant. And now I'm bleeding for a day from my mouth. Right? So there's the Frito burrito. Uh and then in similar other another mouth killer, the Nacho Crunch Grilled Stuff Burrito. I love that thing. That has the little twisty red uh things in it that will also kill your mouth. Love uh, that. There's that. But I think the thing that, that takes it from me and the thing that I'm sure is going to be part of your dinner at the test kitchen, CJ, is the chicken Caesar grilled stuffed burrito because there's nothing better than hot floppy lettuce. <laughs> Just there's nothing better than hot, big, saggy, <laughs> floppy pieces of lettuce in my burrito. Apparently, this is the worst idea ever. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Well, then here, here's the palate cleanser I can give you, right, to, to get all that Taco Bell and thinking gonna, outside the bun. You're going to serve up an amuse-bouche? No, nothing, nothing can take the hot floppy lettuce out of your mouth, bro. <laughs> well, we actually got some official news that Harry Potter and the Cursed Child will open in the United States on Broadway on April 22nd, 2018. And it will be sold out Forever. <laughs> Um, I promise it will be better than Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Hey, you shut your mouth. That show was not that bad. I saw that show, and I love Julie Taymor. That was a bad show. You're a bad person. Wow. You just... Yeah, I just went there. Just going to escalate it right to there? Yeah. So, Josh, knowing that you're a resident Harry Potter fan here, and and the authority on Harry Potter between the three of us... Really? Between the three of us? (laughs) I'm just fucking. Why you gotta? Why you gotta? You know, don't don't spit on my cupcake and tell me it's frosting. That's not how you use that. (laughs) I hate you. Stop using that phrase. You're not allowed. Is this something you would ever go see? Yeah, I think I don't see any reason I wouldn't. I mean, if it was popular enough to come all the way across the pond, they should have Daniel. be on the Broadway no, version and no. maybe do some stuff on top of a horse. <laughs> did you read the uh, the scripts that came out? Because they released it as a book. Did you? Well, read I the think Laura did. I did. Stage play. No. So hey, you got some future plans for for next year. You can go ahead and try to get that on the calendar and start saving all your money now and to get a ticket. It's going to be harder to get than Hamilton. I'm pretty damn sure. Oh, uh, no, that. that's false. There's youth. False. False. By 2018. False. I think you'll get a Hamilton ticket before you can get this. Oh, you April. mean then? Yeah, then. Yeah, but so what my not now. process was, right when Hamilton tickets become available, this will come out. And people yeah. will go see Hamilton. Instead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. M- much agreed. So, and and it look, it, obviously, they'll, they'll do it right. It'll be on Broadway. It'll be good. But it's not going to be like an amazing show. In in I don't think in comparison it's going to be an amazing show. I don't. Right. But I think it'll be good, and if the tickets are reasonably priced, I will want to go see it. As a thank you for everyone who entered our contest, it is now time to announce our winner and runner-up of our Fidget Cube contest. Josh, take it away. I shall, as a matter of fact. So 
I, I, I read all of these entries and I was stuck, right? I threw up the final four and I kept reading them over and over and over. And the one that I identify the most with, with the most, whichever way you, you prefer that was from Kayleen who said, this would be cool for Andrew Dillon. Maybe this will keep you from always moving your legs and shaking everything and driving me nuts. This would be perfect for my husband. He's always shaking his feet and legs, which shakes the bed. It's gotten even worse since his accident. Maybe this will finally let me sleep. Oh, wait, did I mention we have a newborn? This one hit very close to home. I get it. I understand long nights. I understand not sleeping. Uh, It hit closest to home for me. And Kayleen wins a fidget cube. But also, but also. Uh, I found one other post to be super worthy. Uh, Rob Palco says, and I'm, I'm going to try to do this justice, says, imagine you're sitting at your desk. The phone rings. It's a client. They're having trouble with the software you provide, and they're looking for some help. No problem, you think. You basically wrote the code. Slowly, this droning noise overcomes you. Tap, 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 tap. You look around, annoyed with the sound. It's getting louder and making it hard to concentrate on what the client is saying. They're trying to configure what? Yeah, just select the tap, 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 tap. Finally, you notice a head bobbing up and down from the other side of the wall. That would be me, drumming along to God knows what song now. And if you're annoyed, imagine how the people I'm talking to must feel. Without warning, the tapping stops. A sigh of relief comes from within. After what seems like an eternity, the rapping and tapping has gone. You finally feel like you can relax again. Clack, clack, tap, tap, scratch. Clack, clack, tap, tap, scratch. <laughs> uh, I asked for people to send in uh, why they're worthy of a fidget cube. And uh, Rob Palco managed to uh, onomatopoetically give that to me. Um, and it, and it was very much like an Edgar Allan Poe story. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It was like it was like the bit, the Telltale bit, Heart. A bit, a bit. And I've deemed Rob also worthy. I have two fidget cubes. I'm going to give away both of them, uh, Kayleen, because I feel your pain. Uh, with I, I am a light sleeper, and I understand uh, being awakened by whatever, uh, and the newborn not sleeping, and all of that. Absolutely worthy. Uh, Rob Palco with the onomatopoeia worthy. Uh, we got two others. We we posted the names. Both Rob Schmel and Dan Newbert, you guys uh, made great cases. Uh, Rob Schmel, not so much told me why he's worthy as much, as much as he gave us like the most creative story, which I thought was cool. It's and like Terminator. a short story, yeah. Yeah, and, and Rob, we'll find something to send you. Um, as well as as Dan, um, we're going to find something to send you as well. Uh, I thank everyone who participated. We got quite a few responses. Um, these four uh, were the best, uh, and I selected two that just really struck close to home for me. So both of you, Kayleen and Rob Palco, will be receiving a fidget cube from me. If you'd be so kind as to submit in a... Um, Facebook direct message to that kind of nerd, your shipping address. I'll get it out to you shortly. 
So we really want to thank everyone who came out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and a couple emails who told us why they were worthy of receiving a Fidget Cube. You guys are fantastic fans. We cannot thank you enough. And for the top four, we will be sending you some kind of that kind of nerd uh, swag or gear. Uh, so you you are all winners in, in our book. Uh, if you did not win but still want to uh, thank us for for just being the nerdy group of guys that we are, you can always go to shop.thatkindofnerd.com. Get yourself a T-shirt. Get yourself a button. We always have some kind of deal with free shipping or some percentage off so hit us up before you buy it we'll definitely let you know how to get the best deal anything else i actually do uh have something else i want to make sure that i'm very very clear about this uh you are not all winners (laughs) Um, despite what cj says you don't all get participation participation trophies uh there was one winner and I awarded a second one who I deemed worthy. You are not all winners. <laughs> not everybody can be a winner, CJ. I agree. Just making sure. All right. Well, thank you guys so much again for being amazing fans. Thank you for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. If you have any comments or questions, you can always reach us at 484 484- three seven three four one one nine where you can actually have your voice on the show you can also hit us up on uh, facebook or twitter just search that kind of nerd and now on instagram that kind of nerd podcast i am cj mellon joined by josh burns and brian thornton thank you so much for listening and we will see you all next week if you love comics and sci-fi and technology television video games and fantasy well, take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see There's many points where we can agree Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd Well, welcome to the club, cause you were that kind of nerd I've got some crazy units of measure, man. I'm telling you. Oh, so it's like it's like harmonicas. Harmonicas is a unit of weight and measure. The thing was, how can we put an iPad in front of our faces and watch a movie totally hands free? And it came. We came up with a harmonica brace. Yeah. But like, how much does a harmonica weigh? And is this applicable to our purpose? Right, and what what we found was for an iPad Mini, right, weighs like just over one harmonica. It'd be no problem to put an iPad Mini in a harmonica stand, and you got to think in in like in landscape mode, it's probably the perfect size to be right in front of your fucking face like that. So uh, a harmonica brace thing that like John Popper would wear, you know, that would that would hold an iPad Mini perfectly, and I could watch a movie totally hands free. Do you, is this going to be comfortable to carry in your bag all day? I don't know. What does it weigh? I don't know. Like seven harmonicas? Oh, it's fine. I weigh about 6,000 harmonicas. <laughs> <laughs>